Come on, let's go in time for another show And we're glad you tuned in Cause we just can't wait We're gonna have a chat, relax Maybe listen to some track But the fans had a really great At last It's the Ambivalence Podcast It's the Ambivalence Podcast It's the Ambivalence Podcast Hey everybody, welcome back to the episode of Ambivalence. I'm Scotty. I'm God. And joining us today are the delectable, amazing bird boys, fucking Abum. We have Joey, Bryce, and Julian. Hey guys, thank you so much for hanging out with us tonight. I am so stoked to talk to you. We're stoked to be here, man. Yeah, super excited. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> you know, that God bit wasn't as funny the second time. <laughs> we didn't get into it. All right, take three. Take three. <laughs> no, 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 no. We're good. No, no, we're good. The, the last one was killer. So you guys just had a new album back in August, Three Birds Stone, and I guess said I was before the podcast. I was saying how much I care about birds now, thanks to you guys, because my knowledge of birds has expanded since uh, seeing your post and hearing your songs. Love thanks hearing you. that, dude. Yeah. Um, totally good, so, uh, but like, you don't mind me asking. Birds. What the fuck's the birds? Like, yeah, the birds, guys. It's for the birds. <laughs> what's What's not with the birds? That's true. I guess I never looked at it that way. <laughs> but you know how birds are fucking really cool. <laughs> yeah, they can be. So, so not to. Instead of responding to your question with a question, I'll actually answer your question. Uh, what's one, th- like, birds are one thing that, like, everybody, everywhere all around the world, that's something that they will always see. You know what I mean? That's a pretty cool, unique thing, right? Like, probably I see different trees than you do, and Bryson sees different trees, the, the like grass is different the way buildings are built is are different roads are different like all the shit's different everywhere but birds even though the birds themselves might be different they're like they're still the same and they're everywhere um i've been into birds pretty much since uh i was old enough to walk and talk that's what really drew me to like think you know what i should just fucking sing about birds that that's a good idea and it is a good idea. Luckily, uh, Ernie, who could not be with us tonight, also has been into birds since he could walk and talk. Uh, so he said, fuck yeah, dude. And that's kind of how Avon was born. And that's why birds. Yeah. Because they're cool. Yeah. So, okay. So, Bryce and Joey, how, how, so did Joey come to you guys with this idea for, for Avon, or were you guys already like, on board from day one? So, uh, Julian got a hold of me like way back, and like I heard the song, but I was already in another band, and like I was really busy with that band, so I didn't really have time to commit to another band. But uh, then later on in the future, like 2020, uh, like COVID hit and everything, and then my band broke up, and then Julian was like, Hello. So I like right away, like right when he showed me the first demos, I was like, this is gold. Like the earworms are just like, there's plentiful of them. 
and it was just a great tune. So as soon as he asked me to jump on board and I had the time, I was in. And yeah, bird. Like I, I didn't realize how cool they were until I started playing the drums in this band. And yeah, I learned a lot. They're really, really, really cool. So is that like a thing in the band? Like, do you guys like do a lot of research on birds often to write your lyrics and stuff? Yeah, for sure. And like, I do all the social media posts. So like, I'm always digging up different bird facts and everything. And just from doing that, I'm like, just overwhelmed with all the cool facts. So there is about birds. Awesome. You guys have a Twitter for like two days and I learned so much about birds. <laughs> Come back and tell everybody all these bird facts. He's already sending us pictures of birds. <laughs> I think we got him hooked. Yeah. I think we got him hooked. Yeah. And uh, we do have a Twitter, but we don't really tweet. Aww. No. <laughs> we, we have alter ego Twitters that we just go there and be toxic like everyone else. That's Perfect. way more fun. <laughs> but you can so you, so you guys... find us on Instagram and Facebook, and like we have a YouTube channel. We're everywhere, sure. like anywhere you listen to music, we're there. Nice. So, how did you guys hook up with Mom's Basement? Ooh, that's a fun story. So, we uh, we wanted to demo like the songs that we had for Three Birds Stoned. Um, actually all as a band usually the way we demo is like programmed drums and then shitty recorded guitar and then uh, I actually like sing using a phone app really? and yeah there's an app called band lab that I use and oh, I, I pull that. the yeah, so I pull the demo into BandLab, and then I use my headset, and then I sing into my headset to record vocal tracks. And what's funny about that is that the only time I really have to do that is around eleven o'clock at night, when eleven o'clock or later, usually when my partner and my son are asleep. So I'm in the opposite corner of our apartment, singing very quietly so it sounds hilarious to hear like these demos with me being so just so sweet and quiet <laughs> you know so it doesn't like i hear it in my head but it translating to everyone else it gets lost a little bit so we decided we wanted to demo some songs and uh our pal jimmy vapid offered to record us in his basement because he does that sometimes. So we went to his basement and we did three songs and we heard them and we're like, oh, cool. This is sick, dude. Can we do three more? And he said, fuck you. But sure, I guess so. <laughs> nice. So we did three more and uh, he, sent, uh, he sent those songs off to... Um, to his, uh, his buddy, Matt, who also plays in the Vapids, and got him to master them. And then Jimmy was like, dude, these songs sound pretty good. Like, do you mind if I send them to a couple people? And I was like, yeah, sure, dude, why not? And he sent them to John, and 
John reached out to me and was like, hey, dude, love these demos. Let's fucking put out music together. And that's how. Ernie and I were preposterously stoked to hear from John because we had been following moms for quite some time and we were like, this is where we need to be because these are all solid bands and John knows what's up. And after working with him for about a year and a half, I want to say, maybe almost two years, I can confidently say that John does know what's up, like most definitely, and he's such a fucking gem and real of a dude. It's unreal. And same with Trish. Don't forget to shout out to Trish. Right. I mean, well, everybody knows that Trish actually does all the work. Yeah. That's oh, yeah. True. That's a fact. It's right? Funny. Like, everybody knows that. Yeah. John's just the poster boy. He just, yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. He yeah, does the talking. Pretty, pretty Trish does the real looking. stuff. He's a very good looking <laughs> man, though. So. And he oh, yeah. informed us about Gobbleritos, and that's pretty badass. And right. I still have yet to get one, and I want one now. <laughs> Why does that yeah. sound familiar? Did you talk about that at Bob's Basement Fest in this hotel room? What did you talk about? Yeah. That? Yeah, that's the, right. the that's right. The the turkey and stuffing burritos in Pittsburgh. Yeah, I want to shit myself when you talk when you said that. Fuck. It sounds so bad. Fuck. So one day. So, one day. One day. Like the ultimate so, Thanksgiving feast in a tortilla sounds awful. Yeah. No <laughs> man. That does sound awful. Turkey's a great tasting bird. Yeah. That, that, oh, that yeah, was my yeah. that was my next question was if you guys eat birds or not, and you just answer that. Yeah, fuck you know? yeah. <laughs> There's other birds that eat birds, so why don't we eat birds? That's they must true. know what's up. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's true. It's valid. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of that, I actually uh I've been converting slowly over to uh vegetarianism. And cool. I got I got a fake chicken recently, and I could not tell the fucking difference. That shit was so good. Yeah, dude. Some of those fake meats are... They're pretty spot on. They've got the texture the down do really it. well. Yeah, I. my guess is a lot of chemicals. <laughs> Probably, yeah. That's my guess. <laughs> so There's a lot of words that I can't pronounce. <laughs> More than likely. <laughs> when the ingredients yeah. is just forty, like forty words long. Yeah. Well, I was doing it partly to be healthier, but I guess that's that's probably <laughs> invalid here. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean if you're if you're eating a lot of processed meats, eating processed vegetarian stuff, I would say is healthier. Yeah, probably. Who knows? I would say so. So mom's basement fest. Yeah. How'd that go? I wasn't able to go. I know Scott did, but I I missed out on all the fun. So It was really, really, really cool. We had a blast finally getting to see people that that we've spoken to online. Some people for years. Scotty. Um, hi, <laughs> hi! Like all these, all these dudes and dudettes that we wanted to see and high five and hug, it was fantastic. I, uh, I really, really wished that um, 
we were able to actually like play because that would have been rad, but because of work visas and the States being a not friendly place for people outside of the United States to play, we couldn't, but luckily this really cool band called the Blue Jays were able to play a couple of our songs and I hope that they did us justice. We thought that they did pretty well. Yeah, they were pretty good. Yeah, they they were a good uh, Avon cover band. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that was dude, that that was a fucking treat when when that happened. Because John goes, I'm like, I'm like, dude, the Avon she goes, goes, just you wait. I was like, get out of here. And then you got it. I was like, no fucking way. I was blown away. It was so cool. I was I'm not expecting that. Man, yeah, was, was, because yeah. you, Scott, were like one of the first people that we ran into there. We were in the pit, and like I saw the car back patch, and I was just like, "Yeah, fuck yeah, we're home." And, <laughs> and then you turned around, and it's like, "Oh shit, it's Scott!" Uh, I had, oh yeah, yeah, I'm a, oh, I'm cool. a fanboy. I love you guys. It's yeah, it's like so good. And me- meeting you guys and hanging out was the fucking best. I mean, yeah, dude. It was great. Could have a better a better night, honestly. Yeah, mm-hmm. like you know, I can do it all over again next year. Uh, me too. I'm definitely. And we're gonna have two nights apparently to do it next year. Oh man! <laughs> yeah, a double day rager. <laughs> Give me a rough yeah. one. Yeah, I heard the PBRs might be two bucks each next year, though. Oh, uh, uh, what a fucking rip It's outrageous. <laughs> I don't know. They had a pretty good like. Like a tat beer that was like a pretty like you know like a like a snob uh, brewery beer. I was like a couple bucks. That wasn't bad. Nice. But yeah, I mean that, it was a cool. That was a cool place too. That video was mm-hmm. awesome. Like it was yeah, a fucking party party vibe when he, when I walked in. It's like, oh, that's gonna yeah. be great. It's cool because go and check out the record store. Oh, because there's a yeah. record store in there. And like downstairs is another stage too. There's like a whole other venue down there. Oh really? That's that's yeah. wild. It's crazy big. I was that's told wild. there was a there was a ska band playing down there while Mom's Basement Fest was going on. Oh really? Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. That's a shame. It's a, it's a good a thing myself shame. and it's a good thing myself and Jason Hell didn't find out about that or we would have bailed on Mom's Basement Fest <laughs> right away. <laughs> <laughs> We would have been right there, but uh, it's it's funny because a couple weeks afterwards, um, we played in uh, we played in London, Ontario, and the venue that we played at is like a it's like that place where Mom's basement was. It's a yeah. bowling alley restaurant bar that has yeah. a stage. It was That's just. Yeah, it was a big stage, but it was just like it was smaller overall and it was a lot more like clean and like you didn't want to touch things because you didn't want to mess it up. Whereas that place you didn't want to touch things because you didn't want to get a disease. <laughs> <laughs> and I much prefer that to the clean one. <laughs> you know, like Oh yeah. Yeah, but it was it was really funny to like that that was that that does actually exist up here. It's just all corporate and clean. Yeah, it's very 
It was like, oh, what's like yeah, they don't have Boston pizzas down there, I don't think, but like what would be the comparison to that? I guess it'd be uh, like I don't even know. I don't know. A comparison to what? Just yeah, like a corporate chain restaurant. Yeah. That's like a restaurant. And then they put a bowling alley in it. Oh, okay. Okay. So what part of Canada are you guys from? Uh, we are from the Idela countryside of southern Ontario, okay. which is uh, on the other side of Lake Ontario of New York and a uh, little bit of Michigan. Oh, okay. So you're not you're not too far up there. No, not really. We're uh, we're a lot further south than Minnesota. That's for sure. Nice. <laughs> I uh, I say it every time when we have Canadian guests on, probably more than anywhere else. But uh, I've never been there, and I want to go so bad. You should come. It's pretty rad. Mm-hmm. How's it? Is the scene like really big up there, or? Um. So the the interesting thing about Canada, it's uh, it's one of the largest countries in the world, but it's got a pretty small population, and the populations are kind of like centralized in like pockets. So you get you get pockets of like big city scenes, like. Montreal has an incredible scene. I love Montreal. Montreal kicks ass. Uh, Toronto's got a great scene. And then you've got a couple like smaller towns that have like arguably more tight knit scenes than say London's Toronto. Badass. Like for yeah, like London. London has a really badass scene. And then like as you get further north it kind of dies out and it's more so just there's nothing going on in those towns. So whenever a show happens, everyone goes out just because it's the only thing that's happening. And pretty much like until you get to like Calgary and then even further West, there's not really that much. And I'm trying to think of what Calgary is North of, but I can't, I don't even know. Yeah. You just got your cities after that. Really? And, like, nobody wants to go to Winnipeg. No. But Winnipeg has a really cool scene, actually. (laughs) It just goes down to, like, in the winter, Winnipeg goes down to, like, negative Fahrenheit temperatures. Oh, fuck that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's cold. Yeah, I'm a Florida boy. I couldn't do that. Mm. Well, come here in the summer, and uh, you'll... You'll love your life. Awesome. I might do that sometime. High 90s, 100% humidity. (laughs) You'll feel just at home. I will. (laughs) Just sticky all the time. Oh, yeah. Glorious. You'll end up looking like a double crested cormorant when your wind (laughs) I was waiting for that. Some kind of bird comment. (laughs) Uh, so so joey you said you're pretty new to the band what's your story man what you got going on like what's what's your background uh i don't know just i play in bands around uh london ontario and sarnia i'm from sarnia um just been playing around go i i don't know i just work a lot and playing bands i don't know that's cool. Nice. That's cool. Yeah. That's, what do you do for a, work? I work in a, uh, in kitchens. Oh. I actually work at a place called the Early Bird. That's uh, why I was hired. 
<laughs> oh no shit! <laughs> the only reason. They gave you a good turn if you got learn this. <laughs> yeah. You'll hear a lot more from Chef Joey at uh, during the mom's basement Christmas special. Oh, absolutely. Oh, I'm excited <laughs> for that. Last, your guys' video last year was so fucking wild. It was so. <laughs> it was so random, but very enjoyable. <laughs> And like, sort and of speaking of that, your music videos are amazing. Like, I went through like a, a, a just like watch started watching all of them like recently. They're so much fun. Your Thank video, you. for, your video for Colin Card is is hilarious, and like that's one of my uh, favorite songs on the album. It was it was really good, really well done. Yeah, that one was a lot of fun to put together. Mm-hmm. We filmed it in August or July, so it yeah. was. It was really, hot. really hot. The birds were hot. <laughs> running, were running was really hard because it was really hot. Yeah, oh, he's a calling card. Yeah. 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 I didn't quite hear that one. Yeah, we filmed that one actually. At, I, I worked at a, a haunted house for a whole bunch of years. And uh, I got a hold of them. I said, hey, can I film a music video here? And they were more than down. And they were awesome. They helped out so much and like whatever we needed done they helped out and yeah it, it was a really cool place to film a video yeah it looked, it looked fun to make that's for sure it was and then they, that one and then uh, a video for um, we just fucking talked about it uh, for keep you safe was really was really fun too was that so that was was that your um, your son Julian and the yeah video? yeah that was my son just like just me. like me, yeah. Just like just like me. I'm just sorry. Like me. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That was my son and his buddies. That's fine. Yeah, yeah Joel, we got... Joel, the ex drummer, was in the video as well with his son. Awesome. Yeah, that uh, that's a marsh that we frequent quite regularly to uh, go bird watching. There's a lot of cool birds there. Oh, that that that's so in the video. Yeah. Cool. So is that something you actually do often? Is like bird watching? Is that a big hobby? Definitely. Um, yeah, yeah, I would say so. Nice. What other hobbies do you guys from... have? Um. Well, well I think I'm... we're all gamers. Yeah, no, we're all pretty Joey. much gamers. Yeah, I don't know, yeah, Joey. You I'm, gamer? I'm not a gamer. No games for this guy. Nerd. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, we'll get him into Skateboard. Yeah, we're all gamers. I uh, during the summer I like to play America's favorite pastime. Nice. Go Blue Jays, obviously. <laughs> uh, obviously. That, fuck the Blue Jays. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't care about. I really don't care about sports, but fuck the Blue Jays. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> You sound Canadian apologizing. (laughs) (laughs) That's the best thing you could have just said. Yeah. It was a compliment. I'm sorry if it came across (laughs) negative. (laughs) Actually, uh, ironically, the Blue Jays training ground is like, uh, it was like three miles from where I used to live. So I used to watch them train and shit. Oh, nice! When they came down, yeah, it was it was kind of interesting because there was like a dog park, like in the same park where their field was. So I'd let my dog run out and watch him play. 
Cool. It was fun. Yeah. But, but Good still, fuck that. Fuck them anyway. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Fucking love Dunedin. Have you ever been? No. Have you ever been to Florida? Uh, no, I have not. Oh. Yeah. Oh, well. Everybody should go to Florida at least once. I've heard that. I've been to Disneyland when I was a kid. Oh, yeah. Five. Yeah, no, I did. I went to Disneyland, too. I forgot. My family won a trip through those, like, Kodak uh, contests. Crazy. Had a seven, won a seven-day trip to Disneyland. Stayed nice. in the safari. Nice. So was it, was it Disneyland or Disney World? Whichever one's in Florida. Okay, that's Disney World. Okay, then it was Disney World. I've been to Disneyland as well. I'm actually banned from Disneyland, though. So. <laughs> how, how did that happen? Um, so my old band was there. Um, we were playing a showcase at... Uh, no, we weren't playing a showcase. We were down for the uh, North America Music Conference, NAM Conference. And uh, we went to the House of Blues afterwards because they were doing karaoke. And uh, this was early 2000s, and uh, we went on stage, and we did... Uh, do you guys know the song Shoebox by the Bare Naked Ladies? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so we did Shoebox, and we were like, yeah, this one goes out to the best country in the world, Canada, America's number three. <laughs> and then uh, <laughs> we did Shoebox, and then the... Uh, a bouncer came up to us that was like probably six, 10, 350 pounds, this terrifying dude. And he's like, Hey guys, I'm from Canada. And that was really fucking funny. But those guys over there really didn't think it's funny. And I heard them talking about finishing their drinks and starting shit. So you should probably just leave. So we left and then, um, one of the guys from the conference, actually the uh, the head of sales in North America for Ampeg at the time, came up to me and grabbed me by my Adam's apple and was like, you know, I was a Vietnam veteran and blah, 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 blah. And I was like, dude, we were just joking, like fucking chill out. And then we left. And uh, at that moment in time, my bandmate really had a... Uh, had had a desire to knock over garbage cans so he did that a bunch oh, no. and then we were drunk and got separated and we me and two of my bandmates climbed a fence and were heading towards the direction that we thought our motel was in because we were really confused as to how to get out of disney and then lapd rolled up and oh, this no. was 2.30 in the morning, and they put us all in cuffs. And this was our first night in Los Angeles, in Anaheim. And they put us in cuffs, and there we're freezing because it's 2.30 in the morning, and we're in T-shirts, and it's, like, not that warm. And uh, they're making fun of us, wearing their leather jackets and gloves, like, oh, you guys are from Canada. You could take this. And they pulled us all aside one by one. And we're like, you, your buddy already confessed, so just tell us what you did. And uh, we, of course, told them to fuck themselves. And they took pictures of all of our tattoos and our face. And they said, don't bother coming back because you're banned. And I haven't Damn. been back since. 
What a welcome party. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, and then I walked back and I ate an orange from a tree in front of our motel and I went to sleep. And that was pretty cool. (laughs) Eating oranges off of trees. How long ago was this? Oh, mid-2000s, I would say. Okay. Yeah, long time ago. Yeah. So what band was that? Uh, that was uh, the Johnstones. That was the band I used to play in. Okay, they Never were uh, they were a uh, fairly successful Canadian ska band. Okay, that's why it would make sense that I haven't heard of them because I fucking hate ska. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Hel- Jason Hell came to see us play when we uh, when we toured the states with the Mad Caddies way back in the day. And when we saw each other, and I mentioned something about it, he was like, "Holy fuck, that's how I know. That's how I know you, and you seem familiar. I have all of your albums." And I saw oh, you with the Mad Caddies, and I was like, "Wow, trippy, dude. Cool. <laughs> that's awesome, though." Yeah. So what happened to that band? Did you guys break up or just call it quits? Like we kind of just called it quits. Our like the scene back then here was really successful and big and wicked and then all of a sudden it kind of just died out mm-hmm. and we were we kind we didn't really have any more room to grow in Canada and that was right around the time where YouTube was starting to take off and music streaming was starting to take off like by the end of our run so labels didn't really want to like didn't want to gamble on bands they wanted sure things and we were like an edgy like we had a reputation of being troublemakers like that disney story (laughs) but but i mean whatever man (laughs) you know but so no one would take a chance on us no one wanted to bring us on tour and we were like dudes we're fucking 30 years old we need to get real jobs so let's, let's see how that worked out for you. <laughs> that's that's kind of what happened. <laughs> so so what do you do for work? Me? Yeah. I I work for uh, I work for a company called Shopify. Oh shit! You work for them? Yeah, I work for Shopify. I do. Uh, I work in the workforce management department, and I do things that are completely unimportant. That. Uh, really only impact um, people who work for the company. That's a really easy way of putting it. I click check boxes. That's a, <laughs> it's a very like easy way of describing what I do. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Very, very exciting. It's, oh, you know, it is. It is a riveting position. Let me assure you. <laughs> All right. So we got two out of three. What about the third? What do you do for work? Because I, I, I can't keep track. I lost track. I believe that's me because you got Chef Joey Shopify. Yep, Joey. So uh, I work at, like, I'm, I'm technically a material handler, but basically what I do is I build skid and ship them off to places like Walmart and all that kind of stuff. Nice. So, yeah. it, nothing glamorous, but it pays the bills. Sure. Oh, that's cool. 
It's always it's interesting to ask the guests what they do for work. <laughs> you're never going to live off of punk rock. So, <laughs> yep. 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 And Ernie, who's not with us, he is a carpenter and a general contractor by trade. Nice. Well, that's what he does. As a musician, though, I've made hundreds of dollars. <laughs> Congratulations. You can't make a living off music? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm a living it, guy. I mean, hey. he did for Jamaica. I mean, come on. Yeah. It was pretty sick, too. I got to hold hummingbirds on my finger. That's really cool. How long were you there for? Uh, I was in Jamaica for a week. That's cool. Yeah. For yeah, first time? Yeah, that was my first time there. It was good. It was a beautiful country, nice and green. Like, they got lots of birds, so that was cool. And then, like, I got to see a lot of cool birds that are also from Canada, but, like, I never really get to see. Like, the first time I saw a little blue heron was in Jamaica. Like, go figure. And, like, they're all over Canada, but I've never seen one ever. That's crazy. It happened to be there when they migrated down. So what brought you to Jamaica? Uh, just a family vacation. My partner and I went with my parents and a couple friends. Nice. Yeah, it was a good time. How was the weather? It was beautiful, actually. It was like right at the beginning of the rainy season, and it didn't rain once for us. And then the day we left, it started to rain. That's, that's convenient. convenient. Yeah, yeah, couldn't complain. Not at all. That's that's. I've never been to Jamaica, but uh, I imagine it'd be an awesome time and beautiful. It was, and the food was amazing, man. The food was so good. Probably like one of the best places I've had food, like on a resort and stuff. I'm sure it's. I'm sure it's all fresh. You know, like the seafood from the ocean, everything. I'm sure everything was like, and like all the fruits they have there are probably amazing. But the jerk chicken, man, the jerk chicken. <laughs> hey, hey! Speaking of that, what's your guys' favorite bird to eat? Ooh. I, I really like turkey. Ooh. Joey, duck for, duck for Chef Joey. I oh, I was also going boy. to say duck. I was also fancy going to boy. say duck. Although, um, what are those called? Uh, what are those little tiny things? No, uh, yeah, Cornish hens. Cornish hens Cornish are pretty hens. good too. Cornish yeah, yeah Cornish hen's pretty good, but d- yeah, a, a nice duck confit is like really fucking good. Uh, I have never had that's duck. exactly what I was thinking. Oh. Yeah, buddy, a, p- a poutine with duck confit on top is like amazing. Oh. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. I wasn't <laughs> sure if that was like sacrilegious to ask. No. <laughs> no, we like food. <laughs> What's your favorite non-bird food? <laughs> oh, oh, I think I killed somebody with that question. <laughs> yeah, um, I was just out of smoke. <laughs> um, I would have to say pizza for me. I was going to say jerk chicken, and then I realized that's a bird food. (laughs) So, uh, jerk pork. Jerk pork. Uh, Any seafood for me. Seafood. This is making me really hungry. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So, what are your plans for the future of Avum? 
Well, we have now that we, yeah, oh, we, yeah, we actually have a, a lot. But uh, the the immediate future, now that uh, now that we have a permanent second guitar player, the plan is to uh, practice a lot more than we used to, and really iron out our set and really iron out all of our songs and give Joey more to do, which will be super cool. Um, we've got a couple songs already written in the style that I mentioned earlier that uh, we'd like to demo a bit better than that. And we've got, uh, I want to say we have about 19 songs that are really rough right now. So we're, nice. we're debating, do we put out an EP really soon? Do we just say, fuck it, try and do another full-length record? Like, I don't know. We still haven't really decided on that. I think we're leaning towards an EP, but uh, making, making our live show tighter and better and then playing a lot. Yeah, we, hopefully uh, doing a little touring. Yeah, we haven't... Uh, we haven't played as much as we'd like to and that needs to change. And that's our goal for next year is playing a lot. Um, we're hoping a couple things line up, which would enable us to get work visas to go play down in the States. No, I love that. That, that would be super rad. Um, we're hoping other things line up that enable us to go to Europe next year, next summer and play in a couple countries in Europe and do that whole thing, which would be beyond amazing. And yeah, just, just singing our songs and spreading the love of birds. Perhaps, <laughs> That's perhaps, awesome. Perhaps I do know? I would definitely not say no. Yeah. I would probably say, please, may I? <laughs> please, Andrea, please, may I? I would love to, Andrea. Pretty please, Andrea. Please. Yeah. <laughs> so, have uh, have any of you guys had any like conflict with like family life and music, or is it kind of everybody's really supportive? And oh, that's a really good question. That's a good question. I like that. Um, yeah. For me, not really. <laughs> my uh my partner and i have been together for 14 years and uh she met me when i was playing in johnstones and touring constantly and that was all i did so she kind of knows the deal and sure. she's super supportive of it all um she actually she filmed and edited and pretty much did all of the stuff for that just like me video Nice. And that was Avum. mostly her brainchild. Yeah, and Avum. She also filmed the Avum video and edited it. Awesome. So yeah, yeah she's she super involved in some makeup for a calling card, and she and, and source the costumes. Yeah, and she has a YouTube video on our channel to help show people how to like cut up their shirts and kind of design them a little bit more. Yeah, because nice. you know, you know how girl shirts are like. They cost four bucks more to make. Did you uh, know that? Apparently, I didn't yeah, know that. It's fucking yeah. stupid. Girl shirts mm -hmm. cost more to make than guy shirts, but there's less material. 
Yeah, that makes more sense. It's really fucked and really stupid. So we made the decision to just not buy girl fit shirts to sell because we'd have to sell them for more. And that's fucking stupid. So instead of that, my partner made a couple videos to show, hey, this is how easy it is to like modify a shirt so it fits better for girls. Oh, that's it, cool. Yeah. And they're like five minutes long, maybe, from like, this is the shirt, and then she does the shit, and then and here's the finished shirt. Ta-da! You'll have to send me a link, because uh, I think my wife would like to know that. Cool. Right, your wife. <laughs> what the fuck's that supposed to mean? That means you want to do it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, they're pretty comfy. Yeah. <laughs> A nice low cut V neck, shirt for neck right there. Boom. Show that thing about job. starting to wear uh, crop tops. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Those are pretty hot on guys. With yeah. a cutout back. Oh, yeah. You know, with a t- the shirt tied together all down the back so we can now, see your spine. Now we're talking. <laughs> I'm getting a little turned on over here. I might have to mute myself for a second here. <laughs> Where's God when you need him? <laughs> Bryson? Yes? You ever get any grief? Oh, no, definitely not. My partner is pretty much the same as Liz, and she knows what I do, and she's very supportive, and she kind of does like the same kind of thing. She's a performer, too. Uh, she does uh, uh, dog performances, and she does dog sports and stuff. So we just oh, kind of support cool. each other. Yeah, absolutely. Dog awesome. performances? Yeah, so she uh, has a team that performs at uh, Canada's largest uh, theme park, uh, Canada's Wonderland, and they have a residency every summer. And they also perform at a whole bunch of fall fairs and everything like that. What do they? What if we perform? What what does she do? So they show like different uh, dog sports off. So they do like races, and they're jumping over agility jumps. And they'll uh, do like high jumps, and it's really cool. It's hard to explain, but it's really cool. No, no, I, I got, I got what you're saying. It just like dog performances. I'm like, oh, like do the dogs perform theater? Do they? <laughs> yeah, mostly Shakespeare. Mostly Shakespeare. Shakespeare. <laughs> oh man, that's funny. And we got one more. We got Joey. What about you? Uh. I guess like one of my first girlfriends at the time, I uh, started playing in bands and stuff. And then at some point she just looked at me and was like, like when you stop doing this? And I was like, Oh no, I'm not going to stop doing this. And then uh, soon after we were no longer together. Oh yeah. That's about it. <laughs> you hear that everybody? He's single. Yes. Ready to mingle. Hit him up. He knows a lot about birds. All the women. Yeah. yeah. You should see his mating dance. <laughs> yeah. David Attenborough would have a lot to say about it. <laughs> Let me ask you a question, Scott. What's up, man? What's your favorite bird? 
Ooh, um, it's a very simple bird, but uh, the uh, goldfinch. Um, love goldfinch. <laughs> no, it's the goldfinch. Love they're, really, love they're, they're really cute, chubby little birds, and that's always been my favorite. Um, second, it had to be like the blue jay. Um, I, it's a really, another pretty bird, but uh, I, I mean, that's that's for about where it goes. Oh, and then my wife loves birds too, so um. Par- parakeets and like sun conyers. I've been really like I've been but I like to, but yeah. Cool. Yeah. Sweet. Good choices. Yeah. But definitely goldfinches. Goldfinches. Gold I, I have goldfinches. Yeah. yeah, I got gold like goldfinches is like crazy here. And like yeah. they're great. Yeah, they're you cute. just make sure you have a nice beer there with niger seed and you'll have plenty of goldfinches there, buddy. Yeah, I mean we have a uh, like, we can give goldfinch feeders too, specifically for them. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've all, I mean, since I was a kid, I was like watching them out the window. Oh, so some about them. Well, I mean, so, about, yeah. so interesting fact. Uh, I actually used to breed lovebirds. Oh, cool! Oh, that's cool. Neat. And I had a very, very small time like uh, bird rescue. I mm-hmm. took in like cockatiels and and uh, parrots and stuff like that. Uh, it was, it was cool. short-lived because I, I ended up getting kicked out of where I was because of that, because I had too many birds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, it was fun while I did it, and uh, I actually, I love like parrots and stuff, so that's that's cool. Thing. Yeah, cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, birds, birds in captivity are really interesting. Um, people don't really understand that unlike a lot of other pets, you can't train behaviors out of birds. You know, like, you're never going to have a cockatiel that acts like a parrot. They always act like a cockatiel. And they're not going to change. I learned that. I actually hate cockatiels. (laughs) Yeah, they're dicks. (laughs) They're fucking dicks. But, uh, yeah, like, even parrot, like, different species of parrots are completely different. And they're never going to change. You need to know how they act and you need to like treat them accordingly. If you get a bitey species, you're going to get fucking bitten a lot and there's nothing you can really do. Yeah, I had one cocktail used to bite me every fucking time I cleaned the cage or did anything. <laughs> that bird was such a dick. He hated me so much. Yeah. I actually, yeah. I got that one. That bird specifically was taken in from uh, this lady who got evicted and ended up homeless. And the bird was really, really mistreated. It, it was missing a lot of feathers and shit. And it was just, it. I, I you know, felt good that I was able to kind of get it back to health and find it a proper home, but I fucking hated that bird. Oh my god, that <laughs> bird was such an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's amazing. Have you, do you, so amazing. Do you, have, you, have you guys owned birds? Have, do you own birds, or it's just, do you just like watching them? No, I've had a bunch of, of uh, budgies when I was younger. I, I've not had a bird, but I do want one now. I want to get one of those talking birds. I feel like I'm going to spend the money. I'll get a gray parrot, but I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah, I feel like birds are a like retirement commitment because I think they live a very long time. Like, I don't, like isn't there like just like a simple love bird? Isn't their lifespan pretty like like twenty years or something? Or is it more than that? I I don't know, but 
I want to say if, if you're gonna get a bird, I think you're in for the long haul. I don't think it's just like a couple, you know, a couple years, and it's 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 a game over. Budgies only live a couple of years. Oh, do they? And finches as well. Okay. But yeah, I don't know about the lifespan of uh, of lovebirds, but uh, we we have a lovebird expert here. I think. <laughs> Who's that? <laughs> <laughs> no, they, they, I, I, if I remember correctly, I think it's like 13 to 20 years was like the average lifespan. Yeah, 15 to 25. Yeah, that's, mm. that's, oh, I was close. Wow. Yeah, that's, yeah. A, that's a lot of years. It's yeah. like a small dog. Yeah. yeah. And some parrots, a cat. like parrots live a lot. Yeah. Parrots are the ones you're thinking of. 70, 80 years yes, old. That's, yeah. If I'm not mistaken, I think cockatiels live like 40 years or something. Yeah, that sounds it's about right, that, too. It's from all that anger they have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck that bird. Seriously. <laughs> Keep them young. <laughs> uh, so, Nick, what's your favorite bird? Uh, probably the Quaker parrot. Cool. That was that was that was the only bird that I had myself as a pet, mm-hmm. and uh, I don't know. I just love that bird. Then we have them in the wild here too, so it's really cool to see them. Right. Sweet. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be rad. I, yeah, the one I had, he was he was fucking awesome. He talked and shit. So nice. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. yeah, I want a talking bird. If I get a bird, I want a talking bird. <laughs> Probably the most reasonably priced talking bird would be the Quaker parrot. Cool. Yeah, if you're going for like an African gray or something, I think they're a couple thousand. Yeah. But they're so fucking smart. Yeah, they really are. Yeah. There's this. Do you guys ever see the one on YouTube that like swears its head off and stuff? He yeah. has like a, Brit- like a British accent or something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the fucking bird is hilarious. Yeah, it's great. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, I taught my budgie to swear at me. That was pretty fun. <laughs> what you like, What kind of what kind of phrases? Uh, fuck you. Get fucked. <laughs> you're you're a piece of shit. Pretty birdie. Oh, yeah, that's, pretty that's pretty right. bird. Pretty bird. You're a piece of shit. Pretty bird. Monster. <laughs> I'm a monster. Pretty bird. Birdie. Timmy. 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 You're a piece of shit. Fuck you. Timmy. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a, it like the Timmy one. I remember that. It wouldn't be shut up with the Timmy one. Yeah. <laughs> Timmy? Timmy, yeah, his name was Timmy. <laughs> That's awesome. I forgot they could talk. Yeah. Yeah, they're pretty good at it, too, actually. Pretty good mimickers. You know, I read somewhere that I. Was it crows? I think it was crows. They're really fucking good mimic birds. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they are. Yeah, I had no idea. I actually saw yeah. it out like a couple months ago. Crows are a really interesting bird in general. There, there's so much like so much to crows. Mm-hmm. Like they, like scientists have uh, have determined that they have their own like communities themselves, and they communicate with each other somehow. So, like. If if you go out to like a group of crows that have never seen you before and you're wearing a mask and you're a piece of shit to them, like you scare them and like be aggressive at them, 
if you wear that mask to another group of crows, they will react the same way without ever, having ever seen you. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. That yeah. Crow gossip. Mm-hmm. And have you heard of crow funerals before? No. I actually have recently. Yeah. yeah, that's trippy shit too. So when a crow dies, crows from all around come over to mourn the body. That's so crazy. Like, what the yeah. fuck? Yeah, crows are stupid. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's some species of crows uh, that not only are they able to make complex tools uh, like out of leaf veins and sticks and stuff in order to like get food they they'll pass on that design to their young and then their young will sometimes improve on that tool and they have an understanding of like this tool isn't going to accomplish this to get the food but the other one will so they'll like try for a little bit, fail, and then they'll drop it and they'll get the other one. And then the next time they're presented with that challenge, they ignore the one that didn't work and go to the one that did. Wow. No shit. Joe, yeah. are, you taking, are you taking notes, Joey? Because they're going to tell you crazy about this shit later. Are you writing this down? You got to use it in a sentence coming up, bud. <laughs> yeah. I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> yeah. There's, there's a crazy YouTube video of a crow figuring out water displacement. Yeah, that's wild. Jesus. (laughs) Dropping rocks into a a beaker of water to get a piece of food on the other side to rise. Which is... That's fucking nuts. Which which is what Rat Race is all about. Yeah, yeah, that's what our song Rat Race is all about. Yeah, it's all about... It's all about a captive crow that's, like, doing these, like, experiments. Uh And I mean, yeah, like... and realistically like these crows are probably being treated pretty well their life's probably pretty cushy and awesome but uh when i was writing the song i started thinking about like this is that's all the crow really does right is just like does all these things and then it gets the minimum reward required and then like can do whatever it wants until the next day but it can never leave and i kind of related it to like just working a fucking job for fucking money, right? Like, you, you dance. <laughs> yeah, like, you, you fucking, you dance when they say dance, and then you get a little bit of money, and then you just fucking repeat the whole same thing again. Damn. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. like never-ending never material to write about, I guess. That's it. There's so many things about birds that we can relate to as human beings and like so many different specific behaviors that random birds have that we can either educate about or yeah, relate to. Nice. That's super cool. I, you guys are like one of the few like direct theme bands that I know. So it's really cool to like learn about, how you guys uh, think when it comes to music and stuff. That's awesome about yeah. writing and stuff. Yeah. I mean, sometimes it's a bit of a challenge because some like some of the more like 
in-depth bird words are pretty long and pretty specific. And I don't really want to fall down that trap of, you know, only being wholly educational or like only being this is this bird and this is what it looks like. And this is its behavior because that gets tiring, you know, like people, people want stuff they can relate to. People want other ways of thinking about things that are going on in their everyday life. I say that as though I know what people want. I know that's what (laughs) I want in songs, right? Like I find a lot of value in those songs where it's like, Oh, well that's an interesting perspective on something that I've gone through that I didn't realize you know, and then there's silly songs, right? Because you need a laugh. And oh, yeah. uh, what we try, what we really try to do is just like write ripping, down strumming punk rock songs and sing about birds and about human experiences, but told through birds. That's so cool. Yeah. Uh, I, I like I said I don't know like any other band who really does it. Um, maybe there I'm sure there is, but oh, I'm sure not, there not is. to my ears. But uh, one of one of my favorite songs by you guys is "Flying Back to You." I fucking love that song. Sweet. I think that was that, cool. Was I put one of your guys' songs on one of our comps? I don't remember which song it was. That one was on. That was that was a song, and it was on your uh, cancer uh, comp. Because yeah, that was, was the it? first time I was introduced to Avon. Was that was on that comp, and uh, I fell in love with them. And uh, so, yeah. Was it flying back Sweet. to you or across the wall? No, it was flying back to you. I think it was okay. flying back to you. Yeah. No, yeah. It's, I know it, it was flying back to you. That's, nice. that's it. Okay. I have it Fun. right here. I have it right nice. here. Let's go to the books. Nice. Fun fact, uh, our guitar player not uh, not in this uh, call currently, Ernie wrote almost all of that song. Nice. He sent me like the whole thing minus lyrics and was like, hey, dude, I wrote this song. What do you think? And I sent it back to him in 20 minutes with lyrics. And I was like, dude, you fucking knocked this one out of the park. And uh, his response was, cool. And then (laughs) then 45 minutes later, he was like, you know, I would have never thought of that vocal melody or that chorus. I had something completely different in mind, but yours is exponentially better. And I was like, cool. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's it's track track six on that comp, flying back to you. Nice. Yeah, Yeah, that's that's him uh, riding his bike in the video. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. he was was really upset when the camera fell when he was biking and it showed his feet instead of where he was going, but uh, <laughs> I thought that I thought that was a perfect little moment. <laughs> nice, yeah. And the the amount of miles he had to bike to be able to stop at Downey Street, this the little street sign that we zoom in on in that video is referenced mm-hmm. in the lyrics, and uh, the amount of times I made him cycle around until he could fucking stop there perfectly. <laughs> That's awesome. 
So do you guys yeah. uh do you guys have any shows coming up? Um we are done until the new year. We're playing oh, January sixth. Okay. Um January sixth in a small town about an hour east of Toronto called Port Hope. Playing at the legendary Ganaraska Hotel. It should be a riot. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. Playing with. Uh, we're so we're playing with uh, Elephant, who are on Faster and Louder Records, based out of London. Uh, we're also playing with uh, another band from London called Dave Rocket and the Jobbers. Oh, uh, we and, know Dave. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah Dave was at. Uh, oh, Dave yeah. was at. Mm-hmm. Was yeah, at Mom's Mo- Fest. Moaning Dave is how is what I know him as. Moaning Dave. <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, I remember him. Yeah, he was in the corner oh, yeah. of the hotel room moaning. No, yes, he was in my hotel room and my and my and my room moaning. So not to cut you off, but backstory to John's hotel room that night. He comes with a whole bag of fucking Taco Bell at like two a.m. Just reeking, <laughs> just reeking of it. And mm-hmm. I'm like, and you need a place to stay that you can crash on in my hotel room. That's not around me. And the entire night, this is what I hear from my corner of the room is, oh, oh, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that, that Taco Bell did some work on the guy. Cause like, I woke up like, what the fuck is that? And it's Dave going, oh. And I guess I guess he did it on the entire way home from from Ohio in Jordy's oh, car. Jordy's yeah, like, that's I, amazing. He's like, I just heard the moan. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> oh man, that's he, he was. Yeah. If if you go all the way back to when we first started this, uh, he was supposed to be our third co-host. And I guess that didn't work out. <laughs> He's like, fuck it. <laughs> and we just kind of stopped hearing from him. So, yeah. He's a, yeah. He's a good dude. He's funny, though. He's a good guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah we so, yeah, that's true. Time. Yeah. Always a good time. But, yeah, that show should be pretty cool. And then we're, uh, we're just confirming up a couple... Uh, Couple things in February. We've got uh, a grandiose scheme in March that uh, we're hoping pans out. That I wish I could tell everybody, but I'm gonna tell nobody. So yeah. deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. <Hot> right. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I pulled a power move there for sure. <laughs> yeah, we got lots, lots of ideas and little things going on for the new year. Nice. Well, I guess before we end the episode, I should probably ask, could you guys ask Nick and I, Julian, favorite bird and why? Favorite bird. Favorite bird. So today, I'll say my favorite bird is the rose-breasted grosbeak. Nice choice. Did you make make that up? No. (laughs) No, it's the rose-breasted grosbeak. Um, In fact, it's probably too late, but... uh, when they're coming back from Central and South America, you might see them passing through on their way up north uh, to Canada. Um, so they're a, they're a medium-sized bird, I guess I'll say, a small to medium-sized bird. Um, 
they uh, they've got big beaks uh black head and they have like a row the males at least have a rose breast it's kind of like kind of like a an inverted deep v-neck kind of thing right like, yeah nice. And they're, you, they're. Did you see that recently, like in the past like, year or so, they found one that was like half male, half female, like completely, like right down the center. Like they yeah. had half male plumage and half female plumage. Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. And it was like split, like exactly down the middle. It was wild. Yeah. Why, why do birds fucking migrate? I don't get it. Why not just stay down south? Mm hmm. That's a good question. Well, because yeah. South is I mean, always shit, the best it. place for them. Well, I don't know. A lot of times, different food sources they grow in different climates and different times of the year. So when their food source runs out up in Canada, they'll migrate down south to where another food source might possibly just be starting to bloom now. So that new construction Wait. going on is what it is. Yeah, Way that's to make it. My, my question sounds <laughs> stupid. No. no. No, it's a super valid question. That's a very valid question. Yeah. And there's many other reasons, too. But that's yeah. just, like, one of them. It's it's also really interesting thinking, like, of the concept of them migrating. Like, how the fuck do they know when to do it? Mm -hmm. And how the fuck do they know where they're going? Especially, yeah. like the young ones that have already like left their nest and they're no longer like hanging out with their parents. They just know. Mm -hmm. And In instinct is crazy. Yeah. It's like something to do with, Oh man, I'm going to get this wrong. I was reading about it not too long ago, but it's like something to do with the like magnetic field of the earth and like where the, where the moon is rising or some shit. And that they just, sense. and like infrared light, they just kind of like, they get this little ping in their head that's like, hey, bud, it's time to eat three times your body weight and then fly straight for 70 hours. That's so yeah. crazy. And then do it again in like two or three months. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, Joey, uh, Joey, favorite bird, man. Oh, I don't have like crazy facts or anything like this, but I will say the great horned owl because it's there's one here that lives in London and it reminds me of my family, like my mother and my little brother. Oh, good choice. That's, nice. oh, that's sweet. Oh. That's a good answer. Good answer. Good answer. Oh. And they're badass looking. Oh. Yeah, they are. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, sometimes you can catch them at this park right around from my place. It's cool. The one that lives there. We're expecting photos. I will. <laughs> I'll, I'll take one. Embarrassing <laughs> your favorite bird. Alrighty, it's a tough choice. Um, but right now, I'm I'm gonna go with the jackdaw because Sweet. they are super interesting. They are just like wild birds super smart they're like very and they like humans they like really they hang around humans um but the funny thing is while in uh, captivity they preferred to be same sex 
partners they but like in the wild they'll have like you know male female partners but for some reason in captivity they prefer same sex but the really wild thing about jackdaws is they have different hierarchies and like they have legit a pecking order so lower on the totem pole females will constantly be pecked at and like tormented but then those females can marry up into a higher uh, hierarchy and like they'll then once they're like partnered up with these more superior males will be treated just as well as all the other ones wow it's fucking crazy so they can marry into hierarchy it's crazy some game of thrones shit dude yeah man yeah <laughs> exactly. Game of Thrones was based off of birds. That's what I get. I, see, I got the dragon reference, and now when you say it, it makes sense. <laughs> well, dragons—they're just now cassowary, right? Cassowaries, it definitely. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome, man! You guys are awesome. <laughs> Best. You guys are best to talk to. I'm sorry. It's so cool. It's like, it's like, because when you guys talk about it, you can definitely feel the passion when you guys talk about the birds. You can hear it. And like, it's fucking cool that like you guys have a theme, but like you have the knowledge about it and that you, you like, it's not just, it's not just a gimmick, you know? It's, yeah. It's like, it's like your interest and it's fucking birds. And that's cool because. Not a lot of bands sing about birds and do it and probably do it as well as you guys do. So kudos. Thanks, man. Yeah. It's uh it's cool because it offers us like a lot of opportunities to like do cool things and like help birds as well, right? Like we're uh we we work with uh, an organization here in Canada called uh, FLAP, and their whole mandate is to uh, protect against uh, window collisions when birds are migrating, because window collisions, I believe, are the second largest killers of birds in mm-hmm. North America. And there's a very easy way to prevent birds from hitting your windows. And they're working really hard to convince our governments to uh, change development codes to mandate that all large glass fixtures are bird friendly. Nice. Yeah, and all it is is just a bunch of dots. Just a pattern of dots on glass. Super That's easy. all it takes. Yeah. Yeah. Can yeah, you guess what the number do that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Can you guess what the number one killer of birds is in North America? Mm. I'll give you one guess. Uh, I don't know. That's a good question. Is, is it us as humans? No, <laughs> no that's, yeah, a, that's a really good guess, though. I mean, sort of. We're, we're the direct cause yeah. of it, but uh, no, uh, domestic cats. Oh, cats are by far the number one killer of birds, and it's in the billions of birds Mm -hmm. every year, is the estimate. Oh my god, yeah, 
and I believe that's only in the United States. That doesn't even count Canada. Wow. Damn. And it's because people let their cats outside because they think cats are outside animals and they love being outside and they need to. And they don't need to. Cats are invasive no. species. Birds, I fucking birds, hate another. Cats. Yeah, me too. But even, <laughs> even, even like putting my hatred of cats aside and looking at it like in terms of ecosystems. Cats are invasive species. Birds and small mammals don't understand that they are predators because they're not a natural predator in their ecosystem. So sure. cats decimate populations of small creatures, birds included. And there isn't really a predator for domestic cats either. Sure. Right? So I think, I think it's vacuum cleaners. Yeah, or cars. When I turn on or, my vacuum, the cat fucking doesn't go. So uh, well, you've heard it here, idea. folks. Death to all cats. <laughs> yeah, cats. I, I can get behind that. But uh, all jokes aside, like if you keep your cat inside and like treat it like any other pet, like a dog, no one just lets their dog out and no. closes the door and lets it run around town. That's fucked. You'd be surprised. You don't do yeah, um, right, Florida man. Okay, so outside of Florida, outside of Florida, people don't do that. The rules aren't fun. There are no rules. Anything goes in Florida. I, I know that the hard way. You can do whatever you want. But yeah, keep your cats inside. Yeah, yeah. That's my message. And if you, you live in Florida, your dogs too. Yeah. Keep your cats inside or keep them on a leash. Walk your cat if they need to be outside. <laughs> that's a thing. That, that, that's a thing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. But okay, or keep them safe. It doesn't just keep like birds and other called mammals safe. Also keep them safe because they, they won't run out into the middle of the road and get hit by a car. Yeah, or eat garbage or like get poisoned or yeah. catch a disease. Get yeah, an infection a from a fight. A friend of mine has like I don't know. I think it's like six cats or something. And she's lost like three or four uh, from various different things. Uh, but she used to let them outside. And that's why. I mean, yep. one got hit by one got hit by a car. I think one got into some poison or something. So, yep. yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. They don't need to. And if she really wants to, she can build them a catio for pretty cheap. Mm -hmm. And then they can hang out in the catio, and it's the same thing. That's pretty damn cool. Yeah. Catio. Never heard of that. Catio. Yeah, I know it's... a bunch of people who just built a box off of one of their windows mm -hmm. down to the ground with chicken wire. And yep. then the cats just go in and out as they please, and there's some shade, and there's some sun area, and they get the grass, and they can just fuck around and do whatever, but they're enclosed and they're safe. That's a good idea. I'll tell her yeah. about that. Yeah. And cats are so entitled. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> build me a build me a place I can rest. They're such assholes. Yeah, yeah they are. Right. I mean you don't you don't see, you know, like you know, fucking scratchy posts and shit that have like four tiers and everything. Like, dogs don't have that luxury. Why do cats have to have it? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna start up and just sing about cats. <laughs> I'm going to be the complete enemy of Avon. 
Cool. We should go on tour. We should. That'd be a pretty that sounds, man. Tour. Can we, we could do a split. That'd be badass. Yeah, what would you name that band, Nick? What would you name that band? Pussy. Yes. <laughs> yes. Great. I'd listen to it. Awesome. I'm going to write about song, songs about how cats eat birds. Nice. <laughs> Nice. Well, they're never going to be on the show again. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, it, the beginning was really fun, you guys. <laughs> that was okay. fucked up. No, I've honestly, that videos. was fucked up. I mean, I shouldn't have said that. No. It's okay. Because, like, I've seen videos of eagles taking off with cats. So. Yeah. Good. Good. Yeah, riddance. that's that's the fucking. Those are the videos to watch. Love seeing that. Yeah, or like the golden eagles picking up, or the golden hawks. I think they are. They're picking up the sheep off the mountain. They just drop them hundreds of feet. Yeah, Jeez. the yeah, birds will get their like, comeuppance. Yeah, this got really like, fucking gruesome real quick. It's your fault. Yeah, birds <laughs> are badass, <laughs> man. <laughs> you don't want to play by yourself, Nick. You want to fucking well, come at them with cats? They fucking. <laughs> I mean, they come back bird- with fucking going hawks and shit. Birds are also pretty common in like horror movies and stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah. That the, that that, la- that laugh track was completely accidental. <laughs> <laughs> it really was. Uh, I promise. <laughs> Perfect. All right, guys. On that note, I think we have to wrap it up. <laughs> Wicked. Well, I, I want to thank you guys. I want to thank Bryce and Julian and Joey uh, for hanging out and talking, just talking birds and your music. And I'm such a huge fan. I fucking love you guys. Um, if that's not clear, I mean, it is. But um, it, it was a pleasure for hanging out with you guys. And I want to thank you so much for hanging out and giving us, sharing your time with us and not a, not hanging up. That's always appreciated. So appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. So, but thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I had a blast. This was great. It yeah, was, it was a lot definitely. Fun. And yeah, you guys can come yeah. back anytime you want. Like, there's not even a question. Yeah. Fuck it. <laughs> Hide your you cats. Guys, yeah, that's right. Yeah. You guys have a great rest of your week. I know it's not Thanksgiving in Canada, but it will be here on Thursday in the U.S. And I hope everyone Happy has Happy Thanksgiving, a, guys. Happy Thanksgiving. Yeah, thank you. I will eat all the turkey for you guys. Good. Make sure you do it in a gobblerito, though. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I can stomach that. That sounds terrible. Why? No, you never know until you try. I know. I know. You're right. I will. I'll, I'll, maybe I'll make a gobble quesadilla. There you go. Yeah. Put it on the quesadilla and just fucking fry it. Yeah. Well, make but, sure you uh, tag us in it and then we'll let, let us know how it is. I'll just go on. I'll just do an Instagram live and just with the shirt off and just really, really just degrade myself for everybody to see. Perfect. <laughs> great. Awesome. That'd just be great. Perfect. <laughs> you got it. Well, well yeah. thank you guys again so much. Have a great rest of your week, and uh, we'll, we'll we'll be in touch. Yeah, wicked. Have a good one, guys. Thank you. Yeah. you guys good night, guys. See uh, everyone thanks again. Hey, friends. We hope you enjoyed the episode with Abram tonight. Um, excellent guys. We had a lot of fun talking to them. We're gonna play a song off their album, Three Bird Stone, called Calling Card. If you haven't heard the album yet, please listen to it. It's awesome. 
And we also want to thank Mike and Vista Blue for our theme song. They did an amazing job. We are so thankful they, they reached out to us and wanted to do that for us. Um, it, we love it. They're great dudes. And we hope you and all your families have a wonderful Thanksgiving and holiday. Um, and we'll see you guys all next week with something different. Good night, everybody.